What is going on, my Getting Up community? Good morning. Happy Tuesday. I hope you guys are having an amazing morning. And I hope you guys love this episode as much as I do. Carlo Mendez is amazing. I enjoyed my conversation with him. And he just opened up so beautifully. And I cannot wait for you guys to listen. I would turn down the volume a little bit because I did scream into the mic. I feel like in the beginning... Fair warning, I got excited. I apologize. Here is the episode. My next guest is an actor who has appeared on Parks and Rec, 90210, Superior Donuts, and many more. Please welcome to the Getting Up podcast, Carlo Mendez. Yeah, yeah. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. I was, I have to tell you, I'm, I'm actually blown away by you because I was looking at your IG. I don't really hang out on Instagram, but I went, I obviously had to go to yours and I'm like, you are exactly who you are on your IG as you are in person. Oh, I'm in person, that's funny. <laughs> and I feel like not everybody's like that. So. No, no, I agree with you. You know, people aren't really what they, what they appear to be, you know, on social media and in real life. Right. How did you get to that place of like being okay and owning every part of who you are and like posting like your bartending and posting like your sister and just posting every part of your life? Like, how did you get to that point or have you always been that way? Well, you know, I, I, I think it's got, I've gotten like that now with age and more comfortable and, uh, and more, uh, more, uh, uh, confident in my and in, in, you know the things that I do and say and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. like, for example, like um, I used to not like social social media. I was like, oh, Instagram is such a such a waste of time and this and that and and it's right. just. But then I started realizing, wait, it's how you. It's not what you use. It's how you use it. Right. So I've been using it to to have fun. To um to I, I booked I've gotten acting jobs that are you know like using Instagram networking more importantly networking mm-hmm. but one thing that I really do love that I have been able to do is help people when right. I when I when you know most of my posts I guess are kind of funny but when I get serious right. and like something is wrong or whatever I really open myself up because I feel like uh, I've used Instagram like my diary and I've gotten great feedback from people like man thank you so much for opening up. Right. It really helped me. It helped me open up myself and stuff like that. And that I really, I realized, well, I can use this to help and you know, right. have people reach out. So yeah, I, I really like that. Since we're on the topic of, of social media and Instagram, do you? Feel, I've always been curious because you have a pretty big following. You have like 10k, right? Do you yeah. feel pressure, like as far as like what you post, or to like constantly have to post, or? Are you more careful about what you post now? Like- no, not at all. Not at all. I don't feel any pressure. I mean, to me, 10,000 10, is not a lot. That I could, you know, somebody has, you know, compared to what people have out there, a million and stuff like that. But right. I feel like everybody that follows me to some degree kind of like knows me and, and they really go through my stuff and they know how I am. But I feel no pressure whatsoever because it's me, you know. Right. Now, I, I can't, you know, I don't know if people who do have like two, three million or half a million followers. If they feel that pressure, maybe they do because they right. have to put out content. But it's just me. This is my life, and I just put out what I can. And, and yeah, I have no pressure whatsoever. Right. 
Now, let's go back to like how, so obviously you're an actor in the Los Angeles area. How did you even get here? Like, let's go back to your, to the beginning of like you stepping into LA, if you're okay with sharing your story with everybody. Of course, yeah. Yeah, so um, I was born here in L.A., raised in Miami, Cuban parents. So my mom took me, uh, she never liked uh, L.A. or California because of the weather and stuff like that, so she took uh, me to Miami when I was like about 9 or 10 years old. And uh, and then, you know, just uh, grew up out there, you know, um, for about 20 years, uh, working, you know, jobs, like at Home Depot and other dead-end jobs, and I wasn't happy with myself, and I always wanted to be an actor. Like, I loved watching movies, I loved you know, acting things out and and just, uh, and it's exciting and fun. So I remember uh, I was like, I took a test to become a cop because that was my other backup plan. And I remember I passed the test and everything. And I remember I needed like three more steps to like, to become a uh, police officer. And I remember looking at myself in the mirror and like, wow, if I do this, this is not just a job, this is a career, this is it. This is where I'll be for the rest of my life then. Mm-hmm. And I literally just, the next day, packed my stuff up. So my mom, mom, I'm sorry. I, uh, How old were you at this point? Mid, at that point, I was uh, late 20s. Okay. Yeah, like 29. 29, yeah, wow. late 20s, early 30s. Yeah, and I decided I'm, I'm done. I can't be here. I'm not happy here. I need to go chase my, my dreams and my, my passion. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I packed my stuff up and drove across country to, to LA. That's and, uh, yeah, and I've been doing it ever since, you know, now I've been here for about, yeah, 13 years or so, but, uh, yeah, and I don't regret it at all, you know, I really needed to know, whether I would make it or not, I really needed to know that I can do this, that I can, you know, go after my dreams and fulfill, and I always encourage people to do that, go after your dreams, go after your goals, you right. know, pursue what, you, what makes you happy, go after it, you know, so, right. yeah, so I was just like, I'm done, I gotta go, yeah, and I drove out of here. Well, what got you through those hard times of like you moving to LA and struggling to maybe, maybe struggling financially or where to even start? Like, what do you feel like really got you through that, through that adversity? Um, you know, uh, one of my favorite saying is you never know. You mm-hmm. never know because you never know tomorrow, the next opportunity, the next audition, the next job, the next day, you never know the opportunity it's going to bring. And I, I mm-hmm. always, always, I'm a very optimistic person. I always have a, a hopeful heart, a faithful heart that things are going to work out in my favor if I work hard enough to get it. Mm-hmm. Um, I always, uh, you know, I'm always thinking that something great is going to happen. Yeah. And I manifest it and I put it out in the universe. Something great is going to happen. I can yes. take time. And there's been downtimes, of course, like times where I'm like, all right, I'm going to quit. I can't keep doing this. But also, I think, yeah. well, what else am I going to do? Right. You know, what else am I going to do? Wait, am I going to become a cop now at this age? I mean, I, I, I still could, but I'm still going to continue mm-hmm. my acting. What else, you know, what else am I going to do? So, right. yeah, so, it, 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 you know, uh, that is what always in the driving force of, like, you just, you never know. The next opportunity, the next audition, the next thing can happen, and it can really set my career into, you know, fifth gear into, like, the next chapter of my life. Right. I did see a quote that you posted on your social media. Success is is a journey, not a destination. I love that quote so much. What yeah. What is your view on success? Like, what is success to you? Because I feel like success can be defined differently by different people and their own lives and whatever it is that they're chasing. So, like, what is success to 
to you? Success to me is reaching a point in my career-wise success, because I, I think success can be measured in, in different ways of life, love life, you know, career mm-hmm. and all that. Success for me, in, in career-wise, would be that I'd be a working actor. Now, I do mm-hmm. act, uh, I act, and I've been, you know, from a movie center, but I'm not, may, I, I'm still not in the, at the point of my career where I'm like, okay, I only act and I can sustain my lifestyle just by acting. I haven't made it to that point yet. Mm-hmm. But success to me would be to just be an actor, not working at the bar, not picking up side gigs and hustles and stuff like that, to just strictly be a working actor where you turn on the TV or go to the movies and you're like, oh, there's Carlo Mendes, he's acting in this movie, and I get paid enough to, you know, to continue just being a working actor. That to me would be success, uh, a, a, part, a part of success. Um, and uh, more successful than that, I mean, that that's, that's really what I just want is to be that a working actor. Yeah. How do you stay motivated? That's a good one. Um, how do I stay motivated? Even I, I struggle with this, you know, like it's, I think it's a, I mean, it's, it's a, everybody, it's universal, but it's like, I feel like we all have different tools in our toolbox that we can reach for. Like for me, it'd be like running or hitting the gym or mantras, yeah. right? Or listening to a podcast or an audio book or something. Like, how yeah, do you, you how know, do you I, stay motivated? I, I listen to some of those, but really, what I do is I talk to myself a lot. Yes. I talk to myself a lot, and like, I, and you know, and I always, like I said, like I, I think a lot of you never know, mm-hmm. you never know. You know, you, I never, you never know when is, that next audition is gonna, you know, right. get me to where I want to go. And I, I'm hungry. I want it. You know, yeah. and and I. I there's no other way of me going about it. You know, like, I, I just have to make it. I have to do it. I have to be successful. Because there's so many things I want to do in life. Like, there's so many people I want to reach out to. So right. many people I want to help. And by right. being by being successful, I'm going to be able to help other people. And that's, that's, that's where my true success is going to come in, is helping other people. Getting to where I want to get to, but by helping other people, you know. But staying right. motivated, it's not easy. There's days where I just want to give up. and like, oh, fuck this. I'm done. Uh, oops, sorry. No, that's fine. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, stay, I just talk to myself and I'm like, you can do this. you got this. If, if I can do it, anybody else can do it. And if anybody else can do it, I can do it. And that's the way I look at it. Just, I, I have to do it. There's no other way. I want to help my family. I want to help people. So, yeah. yeah. What do you think has been, like, your your biggest lesson so far on your journey? Whether that be, like, in five years, two, like, what has been the biggest lesson that you've learned recently? My biggest lesson that I've learned recently, that's a very good question, um, is everything has a timing. Everything has its place. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you have to be patient. You have to work hard. You have to keep moving. Right. And it's not just, it doesn't boil down to just one lesson, it's a bunch of little lessons, mm-hmm. but, you know, you want to, you, you, you really have to listen to yourself, and you really have to internalize things, and, and really get to know yourself. Right. And as I've gotten older, I've done that, and, and one thing I think a lot of people do, and I've done myself and stuff like that is, you can't lie to yourself, you have to be honest with yourself about everything. Right. You know, so I guess it boils down to all the little things, you know. You know, work hard, keep moving, be honest with yourself about whatever it is. If you're being lazy or if you're not doing your stuff, you're procrastinating. I'm a big time procrastinator and I've gotten that and I've been able to 
seems I'm procrastinating. So I'm like, I just got to do it. I just get out to make it up and do it anymore. So, yeah, all those little lessons, uh, you know, that I've been able to realize my own thinking. Right. And how do you how do you handle like constructive criticism? Oh, I, I take it very well because at the end it's just all an opinion. Right. And as long as, as long as it's constructive, then I don't see the problem with it. You know, if somebody comes up to me, oh man, you're just shit actor, then that's mm. not gonna go well. You know, or you're a right. shit person, that's not gonna go well. But if it's like, oh man, you, you know, you can go in a little bit deeper on this, you can be more emotional, or you can try. You know, like as long as it's constructive. That's the, I, that's the only way to grow, I believe, you know, if, if everybody's always telling you, oh, you're amazing, you're good, you're this, you're that, right. you know, you're not going to grow, you're never going to know. So right. uh, I, I take constructive criticism very, very well because I can learn from it. Anything I can learn from, I'm very, very uh, open to it. Yeah. That's, I feel like that's what drew me to you was like your openness, all that, like your authenticity, like your energy. I felt that. From the moment that I feel like we got into a conversation, and I feel like people can feel that, you know, every time you walk into a room or you're in conversation. So. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. No. It, yeah. You know, and it's 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 it come with age. You know, like cause I guess you know the, yeah. the thing about living in Los Angeles they say there's a lot of fake people and this and that right I guess there is I don't really pay I, I don't really judge people like that because everybody goes through right. times in their life of uh, uh, and they change they realize things maybe they are being fake maybe they're not maybe they don't realize mm. it you know so I don't like to judge people because I'm not perfect myself I mean I'm right. pretty sure I've come off you know fake uh, you know prosperous uh, certain people but as I've gotten older I just I I've given less shit of what people think of me too, you know? Right. And so I'm like, now I'm more open. I am me. I'm, I'm honest. I'm real. And, and because it, it's all gone down uh, the road of, I just don't care. I'm yeah. like, I don't care to impress anybody. I'm not here to impress anybody or anything like that or try to make you like me. Either you do or you don't, you know? Right. But also, at the same time, I'm, I'm a people person. So I like pleasing people as long as it's not killing my energy or, or bringing me down. But I'm a mm -hmm. people person. I love being around people, talking to people, and uplifting people. So it's easy, I guess, it's easy for me to be real and be honest and be who I am. And, right. and I consider myself a genuinely nice person that I like to uplift and help it be this people. So it's easy, I guess, for me. Yeah. I mean, it sounds, like, the way you're... <laughs> You're saying it. it sounds easy, but not everybody's like that, you know, especially in L.A. So it's like I hear like the with age part, like, you know, the more you go through challenges and the more you go through certain, you know, you hit certain obstacles and have to overcome that. I feel like at least for me, that's what has been my biggest teacher teaching me like empathy and compassion and like really seeing like, OK, I've been there. <laughs> you know, and like allowing that to not affect me mentally if somebody says something rude to me or treats me in a negative way. So I don't know if it's the same for you, if it's like, if it's been like also all the years, but also like all the challenges along with that. Yeah, exactly. You know, and, and again, everybody's different, you know, and um, one thing is. It, it, 
when uh, I get through a, a people person, it helps too. You know, I, I'm very, I'm an extrovert. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of a, a weird mix. I can be an extrovert, I can totally be an introvert. It all depends on my mood. Uh, there's just times and days where I just want to, you know, be to myself and by myself to regain my energy. Mm-hmm. But um, I guess it's just easier, like, yeah, like for me, because I, I just love being around people. I love conversating. I love talking and just getting to know it. And also, I just, if it's rarely that it's ever happened to me. If anybody's ever been rude or said something like that to me, I don't think it personal. That's another thing. Oh, that's another. That's another, you know, it's, don't take things personal. Right. You know, uh, people are the way they are, and they do the things they do. Just don't, unless it's something that you feel like it's obvious. Uh, you know, personally attacked. Mm-hmm. Don't take things personal. You know, right. we all have our struggles. We all go through our stuff, and I just, you know, I let it be. Like the other day, I was at AT and T store. Mm-hmm. And this uh, this young kid is helping an older lady, mm-hmm. and she's just completely like, rude to her, uh, rude to him. And you know, he made a mistake. He's like, "Well, next time you, oh, hopefully next time you get it right. Hopefully next time you get it right." She was really loud, and I'm thinking to myself, I almost wanted to tell her off, but I'm thinking to myself, what is that lady going through in her life that is making her be rude to a complete stranger who's helping her? Right. You know, and, and I'm thinking to myself, she must not be happy. She must be going through stuff. Right. And she doesn't know how to handle it and deal with it. And she lashes out like that because there's just no other way that she knows how to handle going through what she's going through. Right. And it's sad, you know? And, and that's the other thing is you have to be aware of who you are, what you do, how you talk to people, how you respond. You know? Right. Uh, because you can make or break somebody's day by being, you know, a really nice person and helping them or being an asshole, you know? Right. I, I go back to that quote, hurt people, hurt people. Every time I see somebody, like, being rude or, you know, just not kind, I'm like, hurt people, hurt people. That person's hurting inside. Yeah. And they think by inflicting pain onto the person in front of them, it's going to help ease their pain. But in reality, it's like, that's not how it works. Well, yeah, exactly. And, and like, that thing that goes, misery loves company, you know? Right. Um, it, it, you know, people do that, and it's sad. You know, it's like, right. you know, that, this is why also like it's important to like sit down and meditate and, mm-hmm. and learn how to to love yourself and be by yourself. Right. To be alone but not lonely. You know. Because, right. You know, people they, they go through life a lot, and uh, we are like we're like almost on the automatic uh, on autopilot, and we have to like take a moment and be like, okay, what am I doing? Enjoy life. This is it. This is all we got. Right. You know, even if you believe in God or, you know, whatever, this life right here will never be the same. This is it. This is all we have. This flesh and blood in our, in our skin, here in our bones, in our body. That's it. And next life is coming. We don't really know what's what's out there. Right. We're gone. Even if you go to heaven, you believe in God, that's fine. But we don't know how it's going to be. We don't know how it's, it's going to turn out. So we need to be enjoying life as much as possible. And what yeah. I do also is I, I allow myself to, to if I'm feeling sad or hurt, if I, you know, if I'm, like, my brother passing away, I, mm-hmm. I allow myself, and I and I posted this the other day on, on Instagram, I allow myself a few minutes, like, five, ten minutes of, like, self-loathing, hitting myself, crying, punching the wall if I have to. Mm-hmm. I give myself ten minutes to do that. Get, get the emotions out. And once I do that, I feel so much better. Wow. Like, I, got it, I got it out. And it helps. It helps, and, and another thing that I do a lot, and I don't know if people do this, is, and I learned this from my mom growing up, but I would see my mom talking to herself a lot. And I'm like, Mom, are you fucking crazy? 
she's like, no, I just talked to this <laughs> and, yeah. and, uh, and right now, you know, I'm, I'm getting, um, I'm seeing a therapist. Mm-hmm. And she told me, who, you know, who's your Wilson? Who are you talking to? And I realized, oh, I'm my Wilson. I'm, I talk to myself and I talk to myself a lot and I analyze mm-hmm. myself a lot. Mm-hmm. And it's beautiful. It's, I, I honestly, it's helped me so much in like realizing things, seeing things differently from perspective, other people's uh, shoes. You know, it really, really has helped, you know, see things differently and just enjoy life. You know, this is it. This is all we got. We don't know what's coming after this. You know? Right. That's beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. That's, that's yeah. amazing. Your mom sounds like an amazing woman. Yeah, she's telling me that my mom is probably the strongest woman I've ever met in my entire life. You know, uh, she's such a strong, strong woman. You know, like raising me and my sisters and stuff like that. She's just an amazing, amazing woman and just so strong. She, the beautiful thing that I know about her, she's like, I don't need a man. I want, I, you know, I don't mind having a man, but I don't need a man. I don't mm. need anybody else's help. And she, she's yes. been able to accomplish so much just on her own. And it's, it's beautiful. I love yes, it. I love that. What what do you think is the biggest lesson that your mom taught you growing up? Or just by watching her? Like what do by you what was the her, biggest lesson? Yeah. Good question. Um biggest lesson is I guess learn learn how to figure things out on my own. So like self uh, self reliance? You feel like she taught you self reliance? Yeah. Exactly, like, for example, like, um, you know, my mom didn't have much help from my dad or anything like that, so she just, she'd have, she'd have to work two jobs, mm. and, and I guess what I learned from my mom is just being a hustler and learning, you know, figure things out on your own, really just figure things out on your own, and, mm-hmm. you know, we're all smart enough to figure it out and do it, and I guess I picked that up from my mom, just like, alright, I gotta do this on my own, and I don't, I don't like to ask for help, I've gotten better about asking for help here and there, Mm Right. Yeah, it's all about just, you know, work hard, you know, figure things out on your own and and do the work. Right. And you talked about therapy. What got you into therapy? Or was it something that you decided that you needed? Or did somebody... uh, It's something that I decided that I needed um, because, like, I have a lot of emotions and when my brother's passing and then, you know, like, things not going right in my career, I needed somebody... Cause, yeah, I love talking to myself and be my own Wilson, but also right. I need I need help how to you know figure certain things out. And I think I think uh, I think everybody should at one point you know talk to a therapist or see somebody um, to just help you out and help you figure things out and talk to somebody because it really can help. And it's different talking to a therapist than to a friend. Yeah, you can talk to a friend, but a therapist is you know they've been you know they study psychology. You know, they're, they're, you know, they, they know the questions to ask and make you see things in a different way, in a different light. And it's right. really helped me. Ever since I started seeing my therapist, it's opened up my, my heart, my life even more, my career. Like, I've been working on a lot more things. I'm looking at things a little bit differently. I'm, I'm a little bit more calm. I'm not as uh, hot-headed as I was. And all that also, go, you know, falls into, you know, as a guy older and stuff like that. But it's helped me really put things in perspective and, and see things differently. Wow. I mean, it sounds, yeah. It's, did it take you one time to just find the right therapist, or did it take you like having to search for hey, uh, it, No, it was just one time. Um, it was uh, a therapist that was recommended to me uh, through a friend. 
So it was just easy. And it's the only therapist I've ever seen. So I, I didn't have to go through a bunch or anything like that. And I, I wouldn't know what it is, how to even start. But it was, uh, it's the sister of a friend. So, you know, it was just right. easy. Like, okay, let's just do this. Let's talk. Let's figure things out. And see if you like it, we'll continue. I'm like, all right, perfect. Yeah, because for me, I went to one therapy session. I didn't really feel a connection with my therapist. But what I did get from that one session was just, I guess, validation <laughs> um, of just, like, everything that I was feeling, kind of voicing it and letting it out. Like, all the shame, you know, that you keep. Because shame only can hide in the dark. So if it's in your mind and it's hidden, it's going to be there. But if you voice it, you let it go. So I feel like it helped me to get rid of that shame that I was feeling from all the wrong that I did in my past or the person that I was becoming that I didn't really like and just like facing it all, right? Facing that, those bad decisions and and learning exactly. how to navigate and through that's it. That's one thing we have to realize that we all make mistakes, mm -hmm. you, know, the, the, you know, and we're gonna sometimes we'll make the same mistake two, three times, but the important thing is realizing it and knowing that, you know, if we make mistakes, we're all, you know, we're not bad people now. We're with the obvious of like, if you kill somebody, murder somebody, you're a pedophile, you're raping, it's not a different story, you're a piece of shit. But right. that's not a mistake. And other than that, we all make mistakes. <laughs> we all, you know, are going to say bad things, do bad things. We're going to, you know, and, and I really believe in giving second chances, depending on what it is, or even third and fourth chances, as long as the intention it wasn't malicious or bad. Right. Um, but we, you know, we, we have to get over ourselves and know mm -hmm. that. Yeah, I made a mistake, but you know what? Five seconds later, you literally can become a better person. Just right. by, you know, knowing what you did, you know, a mistake and apologizing, whatever. But you know what? I'm not going to make that mistake again. I'm going to be a better person. I'm going to uplift my life from this moment on. You can literally change your life in seconds and do better and be better. And a big, right. the biggest thing is forgiving ourselves. Mm. You know, I made many mistakes in, yes. our li in my life. And I used to yes. beat myself up about it all the time. And then... I would hear about other people making mistakes and other people making mistakes. I'm like, well, fuck, mm -hmm. we all make mistakes. Well, I'm just going to forgive myself. Why not? Right. I forgive myself for all the dumb things I've said in my life, all the dumb things I've done. And I've done some dumb things. I've never done anything malicious. And that's right. the thing I guess that makes it easy for me to forgive myself too because I've never, I, I don't have any malicious intent towards uh, anybody. So even if I've made a mistake or whatever, it was never with the intent of hurting or, you know, being malicious. So it, it's been easy for me to, you know what? I got to learn how to forgive myself. And, and that helped, that goes a long way. You know, like right. when, uh, uh, talking about things and just putting it out there, just say, I forgive myself for making this mistake. It right. wasn't my fault or whatever it is. Right. And like making peace with your past. I feel like it's a, it's a constant journey. It's not like a one-time thing. Like you have to do it every day at least for me, because the more you go through life, the more challenges you go through, the more you fail, and you have to keep, like, forgiving yourself, like, okay, what can I, how can I turn this negative into a positive and, like, move forward from it? Yeah, exactly, you know, and, and, and again, it's just, you know, like, learning from that and, and really just being aligned with yourself, knowing, you know, your, your intentions, be honest with yourself. It's right. just, it's, 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 it really falls into that. Just be honest with yourself. And, and you know, an amazing thing happens when you, when you become honest with yourself and you start doing the things that you love 
and, and time slows down. I put a quote about that the other day. Time slows down, you start doing what you love, and, and you really enjoy life, but it's, it's about just, you know, you know, forgiving yourself so you can move on. You can't, you can't have guilt. Guilt is not going to get you anywhere, and that weighs you down. You know, that guilt is heavy. It's, it's, right. it's burdened, you know? Right. I feel like you're so open for being a man. Like, I feel like obviously it's a little harder for men to open up the way that you're opening up. Do you feel like it has something to do with being raised by your mom and having sisters or? Yeah, you know, it, it did uh, a lot. You know, I've always been pretty open about, about myself and stuff like that. And all the things that happened to me, like, you know, being molested when, when I was a kid, being homeless for a while, you know, sleeping mm. out of a car. And, and because I want to, most men are not open because they have to be men. And, you know, I, uh, you know, I'm a man. I don't, I don't, I don't have a rule. I'm trying to open up. <laughs> like, no bullshit. What the, what the hell is that? You know, just right. open yourself up to help people. And that's why I've, I've been such an open person to, to help to let men or whatever people know, men and women, that it's okay to be open, especially, I guess, for men. It's okay to be open. It's okay to cry. It's okay to feel down. You know, but pick yourself back up. Like, be open, be right. honest. When you're open about things and the way you feel and the way you are, you're being honest and you can move on from things. You can have a better life, a better situation, you know? So, it, 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 and being raised by my mom and having sisters, because women are, you know, they're more in touch with their feminine side. And, and that's one thing also, too, I've been more in touch with my feminine side of, mm -hmm. of being a man, you know, like just mm -hmm. being open. If I gotta cry, I cry. If I get emotional, I get emotional, you know? and, and it, it, it hasn't been easy, but things that have shifted in my life that have made me become the way I am, too. Right. I feel like you and I were both blessed with not growing up with social media, at least at, like, a young age. I'm thinking about, like, all the kids who attach, like, self-worth to their social media likes and their social media following. How do you keep yourself from relying on social media to value your self-worth? I just don't put a lot of value into social media, and I, I, I just don't understand how people do it. Mm -hmm. um, it's, it, 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 I guess I just use it as a tool, and I use it for fun. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's a lot of fun for me. So mm -hmm. it's sad that, you know, a lot of people do put pressure on themselves for, you know, to be on social media and stuff like that. It's, it's truly sad, and I just don't get it. And I guess maybe because, you know, I'm a different generation growing up in the 80s and 90s, we didn't have that. So mm -hmm. it's like, for me, it's easy. Like, if tomorrow they took away social media, I'd be okay with it. You know, it would suck because I used it as a tool to get things done and, uh, and promote myself and have fun and look at it differently. But, yeah, it's just, it, it's sad that a lot of, you know, young people put a lot of pressure on themselves, social media, like, I can see people going, oh my god, I have to post something today, oh, I have to put this, I have to put that, like, it's just, don't put that pressure on yourself, it's just social media, it's not real, it's not, it's not really, you know, very conducive if you do that, you just gotta have fun with it, you know? Right. Yeah, no, I agree. I feel like if you like yourself before you go on Instagram and get likes, it helps to... Like for everybody else's like to just be a bonus, right? Because you already you already like yourself first. You already love yourself first. And I feel like for me, it comes with like my morning routine, meditation, all of that. Like running, you know. Is there a non-negotiable that you have that you do every morning for yourself? 
Um, you know what? Waking up uh, and just realizing how grateful I am and how lucky. Now, lucky also, when I say lucky, because I've worked hard to get the little things that I have. But mm -hmm. also, I'm just so grateful for mm -hmm. being alive, mm -hmm. being healthy, mm -hmm. um, which is no accident. I'm a, I'm a very healthy person. But, you know, there's things that are also out of control. Like, you know, like if I, if I got cancer and things like that. I, but I'm just, I wake up with gratitude. And like, thank God that, you know, I have a, I have a good job. Thank God I'm healthy. Thank God that, you know, I, right. I, I was born with the way I am, the way I look, my family. So it's with a lot of gratitude, just like I'm very, very blessed. Uh, but I work hard at it as well. So, so waking up in a state of gratitude. gratitude. Yeah, gratitude, yeah. Gratitude. Yeah, that's huge. Well, I want to respect your time. I have one last question for you, and then I'm going to yeah. let you go. If you could say one thing to your younger self, what would you tell yourself? Oof, these are great questions, my gosh, <laughs> I love it. If I can say one, one, thing, one thing to my younger self, it would be, um, oof, what do you think? Know my self-worth. Be patient, work hard, never give up, and just have gratitude, and thank God every day that I'm alive. Beautiful. I love that.